Deborah, with her 30 years of being an entrepreneur and creating over seven companies, knows exactly what it means to accept the mission. When you make that decision, when you accept the mission to become a solopreneur, to take yourself and your talents to market, then you embrace a life of not only unlimited possibilities, but also the unknown. It's an elixir of fear and bravery that only someone who's taken the leap really understands. On our show, Deb digs deep with her guests to highlight what you, the listener, wants to know. The stories, the whys, and the hows to navigate the journey to success. Get ready to hear from some of the most incredible mission takers from Generation Z to Boomers. So sit up, perk up, and get ready to be blown away. Now here is your host, Deborah Drummond. Well, welcome back. You guys, I don't know, it's hard to say, because it's always hard to say when I've got another podcast host on the show to say that you are the best audience ever, but I know she'll forgive me. And why not? She's going to be talking to you guys today. Look, you guys are not only the best audience, you are just, you are visionaries. You know, for you to come on to a show called Mission Accepted, and some of you probably don't even know what that means. <laughs> You're here to laugh with us or kind of laugh at us, and that's okay. We're, we're game. We're used to it. Everyone who comes on to Mission Accepted is really doing something quite unique and inspiring, and you guys have been sending in the most amazing comments, and I know, and if you know, you've got something that you want to share, then just reach out to me, but Thank you so much, Susan, for listening to us while you do yoga. I know a lot of you are like, hey, while I'm walking, while I'm talking, while I'm in the car, we are video and we are audio. And if you are in the car, you just keep driving. You just keep doing you, okay? Thank you for coming and thank you for listening and thank you for sharing as always. And as always, we have the most incredible guest with us today. And what makes her really unique, she is doing something that I've never seen before. And you guys know that I've spent many years in the holistic world and the relationship between business and holistic is so powerful when done right. And it takes a lot of energy. I'm going to tell you guys, you know what it's like to hold space for a boardroom and there might be four people, five people, eight people, 12 people, or someone who's hosting an event, whether it's online or a large capacity of people for, you know, for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or what have you, when you're working with holistic minded people, they tend to have mm, pretty grand, clean energy, right? And when you're holding space for holistic, soul-based entrepreneurs that are looking to make change, they come with a lot of space. They come with a lot of energy. They come with a lot of vision to be able to be someone to hold the space for that. And then you add that you're looking to support these people six figures up to a million dollars and beyond in one room. Can you imagine when I picture that I just see like the ceiling getting higher. Like if you're in a conference room, the ceiling getting higher and the person that is able to handle and hold that kind of space has to be someone like Camille. I mean, thank goodness she's got an MBA. She's, <laughs> she is a right. So she can keep those of us entrepreneurs that are like wanting to conquer world in a linear line sometimes because man our visions can be grand right you're like oh have you stopped have you thought about your marketing um have you thought you know have you thought about that um but the other thing uh she is a dedicated author to this topic she's dedicated in terms of creating space for this to exist um i've had the pleasure of participating and seeing herself in action and hold energy she does this is a really great vision 
for visionaries, right? So, I mean, her book right up there with Joe Dispenza, Brene Brown, when she, when her last book launched, it was like ding, 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 ding in six categories on Amazon. She is just about to launch her second. And the information that she has in there is critical at this time where there has been truly an evolution of what's important to you. Like what makes your soul sing? What makes you peaceful? We're hearing it all over, but there really hasn't been and isn't a lot of places that you get to be that authentic soul inspired entrepreneur and claim that you can do better in the world when you have a few zeros going on in your business, right? And I'm not talking just zeros. I'm talking multiples with some numbers in front. And this woman's putting it together. So I know that's a long-winded introduction, but this woman's holding it and I love it. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you, Camille. And I'm so excited to hear you talk, not only about your books, but I mean, where does someone sit around and go, "Mm, I think I might, I think I might. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there you go. There's 12 questions in there for you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me as well. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, it's, it's nice to be on the other side of it, right? Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So look, do share with us. Um, I just kind of that was a big mouthful. But um, you took on the mission of creating a platform for for people to take on mission. I mean, you are the perfect yeah. guest who should be with us every week. Um, <laughs> so give us a little bit maybe yeah. background on what you do, what made you decide to take your own personal journey. And because I know that you work with people as well individually and what's that about? And then you've got this great project going on. Yeah. So, um, my background was actually in not-for-profit management and, um, I love strategic planning. Um, and the job I had before this was in organic agriculture, which, um, I was lucky enough to, um, be a CEO in that role, but also to land myself in Washington, you know, working on our food and health system and the organic label itself, and to really rally behind the things that I believed in. But it was in that role that I got to bring my whole self to work. And I realized before that I was kind of playing a role of a professional. Like I was wearing the right clothes, I was saying the right things, and I always climbed climbed that corporate ladder pretty fast and it was fun and I always loved what I did, but it was in that final role where I felt like I dovetailed who I was with what I did, finally. And it was just this beautiful space. Well, that role ended in 2015, it was defunded, and I found myself kind of looking for what's next in life. And when I went to the business networking, I felt it was very aggressive. I felt it was uh, almost dismissive too, because I had this holistic side to me and I knew I wanted to still be in that world and find something that, you know, made my heart sing. You said made your soul sing, right? Um, And I knew that even though I was being offered jobs at universities and hospitals, that money was no longer my motivator. It's important to change the world, but it wasn't what was actually motivating me. I actually got my love and my validation from making impact in the world. And I still wanted to continue to do that. So when I went to these businesses group, I felt like I was dismissed for who I was. I felt if uh, someone couldn't make a sale to me and jab me with a business card, I wasn't worth it to them. But when then I went to the holistic groups thinking, oh, these are my people, I felt it wasn't grounded in business at all. Like, And I did not want to professionally align myself with this group. So in kind of searching for my own people, I started this little coffee club called the Natural Life Business Partnership. We lived a natural life and we were businesses coming together to meet each other. 
Um, and it grew from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and it just started to grow. At the end of 2017, I got a call from someone in California said, oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to come out here. And I knew in that moment, I did not have a sustainable model. I was a single mom, three kids. I was traveling to every single meeting, trying to put this idea together of what this could look like. And I really felt that I wanted and there needed to be in the world a professional organization that gave credibility to people that just did things differently right up there with the American Medical Association, the Bar Association, or any association that held its members to a higher standard. So you knew when you came in that you had the same core values. It was really important to me. I just wasn't sure how it was all playing out. But I heard of this thing called Zoom. And <laughs> right, and people were telling me about, you know, people are learning online and people are doing all of this stuff. And I was like, that's it. That's the, thankfully, I, I get very, very, very clear downloads, right? And I was like, that's it. That's what I'm supposed to do. I was like, let me start to teach people how to have a global virtual business because we will need this in the future. And I started to convince everyone that if we just did this online and we all can come, we could be bigger. Um, and um, we went bi-coastal overnight we, and we launched January of 2018 through a full Zoom, no chapter organization where people can come. And we went by coastal that way. 2019, we went international. 2020, we went to more of a high-end entrepreneur that was ready for that growth mindset and to some build some wealth and really reach their financial potential. And then there was a global pandemic. Um, but the beauty in this is we didn't have to pivot. We didn't have to change anything. We were already, like the market literally came to us. But I was a one woman show at that point. And uh, I had created my own little website. I had created my own logo, like everything. I was the founder of all found, like I did everything. And this was started to snowball and I literally couldn't keep up. And at the end of 2020, I had to decide if I was going to fold or go big because I had to either invest a lot of money and make this a really global organization or I had to fold because there was no way I could do this on my own. So from that moment on, we actually rebranded, It got someone who actually knew how to build a website, do logos. Uh, but I think our big thing was me focusing on what I wanted to do, but we trademarked the word soul professional, S-O-U-L. And mm -hmm. we gave that credibility. And we said, someone who is a soul professional lives in a higher vibration, has an alternative approach to business and is here to help repair the world. And if that's you, come with us. And within our group, we've built this mentorship. So we have people just starting out. We have free levels and resources for everybody who's starting entrepreneurship that wants to come from a place of authenticity, right? I, I went to business school, I have an MBA, but they didn't teach me to love what I do. They taught me <laughs> Disney, they taught me McDonald's, but you know, they never said, hey, just, you know, show up in kindness and generosity and help others and see if what you're doing in the world matters, right? Does it, does it help others? <laughs> you know, we weren't really taught that. So I definitely have a different approach to business. And a lot of it comes from an abundance mindset. You know, how do we manifest? How do we, how do we do things bigger? 
And then as I needed things, we added them to the membership. And, and one of the newest things um, which you got to experience as well as our inner circle, which is which we've only done for the last year. And it's CEOs like me that are building brands over a million dollars that have no mentors that have done it in a way that's in alignment with their soul. That's saying, you know, this feels good. And another thing is we have independent contractors more than we have employees and they're all over the world. So how do we manage this global marketplace? You know, what's the currencies? What are the cultures? What are the holidays we have to give people? You know, what does this global way look like? And there's not a lot of people doing it that have built their own brands over a million dollars that work in this global online marketplace all over the world. And that's what we wanna teach. So, um, you know, we don't teach 10 steps to 10K months. It's really a community of entrepreneurs that are each helping each other. It's mentorship at the highest level. So everyone kind of uses it differently, but as I need it, I've created it. And I think, I think there's really a paradigm shift happening in the world, right? We all have this, since the pandemic, we, we have this renewed sense of what's important to us that we might've forgotten. And we realize having money and stuff doesn't really fill our cup anymore for many of us, right? I'm even saying we used to cater to people that 45 and over that were at the second career that were changing. They were saying, hey, I have these skills, but I don't know how to put it all together. And I used to call myself an alternative business engineer, right? I'll teach you how to make money and whatever skill you have, it doesn't matter. Um, but now we're getting 30 year olds that are traveling the world is going, we're not even playing that game. Right. And now I'm like, okay, let's start talking about how are we financing it? How are we, how does currencies work? And I have people that are showing up in different countries all over the world. So we represent about 21 different countries now. And we have to have these bigger conversations, right? Like, mm -hmm. business has changed, right? Business and it's changing every day. Yeah. Yeah. So you have no. to put yourself in the room of people that are doing it. It, it, it was an incredible experience to be part of it. And there's something I want to just go back to that really stuck out that I think that many people come to that crossroad, crossroads that you did, whether it's fold or go big. I was like, yeah. that's a t-shirt. That's a you. hard one. That's, that's a t-shirt. That's a, that's an album cover. That's a, <laughs> you know, no, seriously, that's an album cover. I love that. <laughs> you know, so um, fold or go big, fold or go big. That's, that's a very interesting place that people get to. Yeah. And I think what happens is people get to that place where they don't know what to do. And then they spend a long time, sometimes years there, there, they yep. spend there and, and they, they go under know, because people are doing what they love, but they can't pay their bills or they're doing what they love. And it's, they don't have the time to go learn this because they're still, and there's, there is a really painful spot in being semi-successful. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like yes. not quite enough but you don't want to give it up and you don't know where to go or you can't afford to go where you want to go. And there's that conversation that you have to have with yourself, you know, fold or go big. How about fold or add one person? How about, you know, like don't fold, <laughs> add two people. How about there's, and that part can be super painful. I mean, I appreciated when you said that, like you took it as far as you could go or as far as you think you could go. Right. Yeah. Well, as a single, yeah. Well, as a single, there were not enough hours in the day to do even the admin, even the, 
the catch-up calls, the follow-up, the, hey, my password doesn't work. Hey, how do I get down? How do I download? Like, it was just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And you're also talking, you know, a few years ago where we didn't have so much accessibility or acceptability around having people yeah. on your team from multiple countries. I mean, I know it's it, there's time zones and all those things that we all take into place now. And you are right. Business has changed. It has changed sometimes at, you know, at speeds that find that are, are that are difficult to capture. Um, sometimes it's hard to stay in your lane because there's, you know, there's so many opportunities, right? There's so many opportunities. And then having a leadership, you know, mentor. I, ironically, I was just reading an article today on creating a board of directors because my son's, you know, my son's 19, Camille, and he's and we just incorporated a company I, for him at 19 years old. I was like, I was in the music industry and we were having a blast and yeah. <laughs> incorporating different what? world. Yeah. It was a completely different world, but I didn't know too many 19 year olds that were like, yeah, I'm going to incorporate my company. So it is a different world and we need different skills. And I think that with the vast amount of things that change at the speed that they do, I think the sense of loneliness can be grander because yeah. you see what you don't know on a regular basis. Yeah, right. Well, I, I think looking at people on social media and doing other things, it looks like these people have grand businesses. I have learned from my own podcast, they do not, right? I thought they did. I'd reach out and be like, oh, you're not quite where we thought you were, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of people look grand, right? But they're, they're really not, and it hurts the people watching them. You know, mm -hmm. we all think, oh, why can they do it and not me? And it's entrepreneurship is lonely. It's lonely yeah. for the best of us. It's lonely. It is just a lonely place to be and not finding your peer groups and support and other people, you know, cheering you on along the way. It's, it's tough. And sometimes it's daily. You have really, really good days and really, really low days. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you said, uh, you know, finding your people. So I can be in a meeting and we all know we've been around enough to know you can say certain things in certain circles and certain things and not, and you know, when you're with your people, because as soon as yeah. you said, you know, I get clear downloads, I don't think twice. I know exactly what that means. Right. And people in that entrepreneur world or that they know what, it, you know, everyone knows what a download means. I just knew what yours <laughs> specifically yeah. meant that you were getting downloaded and channeling information to share with people. Um, and there's space for that now. I mean, it's been quite a, quite a vast, I mean, I think people started to go, oh, yoga's okay. Or I mean, in the day that I had my studio, we couldn't put reflexology on the brochure because it would it would turn people, they were like, Well, oh, you're woo-woo. I'm like, yeah. We had to have two brochures, one with, you know, massage, lymphatic drainage, aromatherapy. The other one was like, you know, chakra balancing, you know, and we had like reflexology. And that was yeah. we couldn't even put that on the main menu for a long time. So the world has definitely changed. Tell me, you wrote a book about it. So you wrote a book, this wonderful book that I talked about that, you know, Joe Dispenza and Brene Brown were lucky enough to be in the same category as you. So tell, <laughs> tell us about the book because you've got another one coming and they, they seem yeah. to play together. Like they're ones that I would want to read. I would want to read both. Yeah. So it's um, a trilogy. So the first one is called The Ultimate Guide to creating your soul aligned business. You can see it back here. Um, and it's a collaborative book. So I wrote the beginning. Um, I wrote the first chapter, the last chapter and all of the conclusions and everything. But 
Uh, it was really about my story of why I started this business, why I think it's important to be authentic in things we do. Um, and uh, 25 other authors talked about their story of starting their business, like what they were doing, and that aha moment to say, this is the direction I need to go in the future, right? This is how I'm going to make money. So it's a, it's a story about how I started my organization, why some of the things that came up in my personal life, my divorce, um, and starting this new life on my own, and finding the people that made it better you know, and what it's like to create a business that's in alignment, what even soul alignment means, what does it mean to work in alignment, it means doing what you love every single day. So it's not work, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. um, my big thing is, if you don't like it, don't do it, you know, assessing for yourself, what are the things you want in a job? And what are the things you absolutely don't want in a job? You know, and so the first book is really like a workbook. It's a story and then there's a strategy, a story and a strategy, a story and a strategy. And you can um, flip through to the strategy or something that you are looking for, or you can read the book from cover to cover. It doesn't matter. The second book, which is um, in its final edit right now, it will be coming out in July, is called The Ultimate Guide to Becoming a Successful Soul Professional. So um, originally it was actually called Six Figure Soul Professional, but we took that out and wrote success because success is defined differently for everyone. And no matter where you are in the world, six figures may not be a goal for you because you might not work in US dollars, right? So being in this global community, success is defined differently. Um, each book has uh, representations from, I would say five or six countries you know, different people in different countries growing businesses. So this was really about, the second one is about um, success, not only starting it from, but how did you get it to that next level? How did you get it to where you are actually making an impact? Um, and we have people that are just hitting their 100,000 for the first time. We have people hitting their million for the first time. We have an NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion talking about what it was like, you know, to leave that and go work for NASA. You know, so uh, really, really interesting stories. And the third one, uh, although not out yet, it will come out next year, is about leaving your legacy in the world. Very um, cool. You know, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's and very cool. So, that. so for, for our listeners, because you know what, I, I kind of hear their questions. And so someone's, you know, look, it's not, it may not be as easy what are some of the things that people, I mean, you've obviously talked to a lot of people that have made that decision. And sometimes it actually is a decision. You're like, this is what I've been taught. This is where I'm going, but my gut's saying go this direction. And sometimes your gut's screaming and sometimes something just doesn't feel right. And that's, yeah. that's difficult when you don't have data, when you don't have data to say that, cause you know, some of us have gone on a gut feeling and I'm like, Hmm, that kind of didn't work. I, I thought that person was going to be great as an employee. And you're like, well, that turned out interesting. I say interesting. <laughs> that was that was turned out interesting. I, I thought I had that one. So can you speak to the person who's like, I'm worried to take to make my decisions based on my gut or my soul's calling or my this when um, other data shows otherwise? Or how do you work that? How do you how do you work that? How yeah. do you work that? I think for everyone, it's different. But I think for most of the people that I've seen, they've hit a point in their life that it was no longer a choice they were making. It was mm -hmm. like, I'm just going in this direction. And, and sometimes it's starting a side hustle. 
you know, you're staying, you're, you're getting your bills paid with whatever job you have and you're doing this side hustle. And all of a sudden, that's all you want to do. Like you're coming home from work and you can't wait to work more in this mm-hmm. other piece. And that's a good sign to you're ready to take that leap. You know, it, yeah. it played off. So there's lots of little ways to do it. Or you can just take a big leap like I did. I kind of just wrapped up my career. It ended and I went, you know what? I'm tired. And I was in non for profit and being defunded is a big thing. Right. And I was like, I cannot take the chance at my age of being defunded again. I love helping people with strategy. Let me create a job that that works. And in my first book, I, I literally wrote the strategy that I took to make that happen for me. So I knew exactly what I was creating for me. But along the way, the difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner is an entrepreneur tweaks things all along. They pivot, they change, they see something, they see something new and they go in that direction. And that's different than someone with, you know, ADHD that's just going, let me try this and let me try this and let me get this certification and this certification and that program and that program. That's not the same thing. (laughs) That is not the same thing. It's actually seeing this is where the world is going. It's just like when I saw the world is going to global and virtual and I saw it in 2018. Right. And in the interesting thing in 2019, the very, very end of 2019, October 2019, because I have the emails, um, I called the person that manages my finances and I was like, invest everything you got in Zoom. I was like, I just have a feeling this is going to blow up. And he came back with all indication says that that's not true. And I was like, yeah, I know what your indication says. This is going to blow up. And we all saw what happened in 2020. So, um, oh, great. So I, you are now my new professional. Uh, <laughs> advisor. I just get these, like, I can see f- like what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I just, but that's, I'm more of a visionary. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are visionaries. Now the detail work to get that going, not always me. Yeah. Right. That's, no, no, what, no. that's what I've learned about creating my team around me, that they need to really be detailed and smarter than I am. Right. They, they make things happen. I just have the ideas. I'm yes. a team person. I, I cannot do things alone. And I know that about me. So it's really important to know yourself really, really well and honor who you are and who you are not. You know, but I'm saying, I always say, stay in your lane of joy. If it feels good, do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Like people are like, oh, I can't stand doing videos. Well, don't do it. Right. I love TikTok. I hate Instagram. Right. Yeah. I have a TikTok channel and my marketing team's like, oh, we got to be on Instagram. And I'm like, it just doesn't feel good. Right. right. You, you post what you want, but the reels don't feel good to me. If you want to take them off of TikTok and put them there, that's okay. <laughs> because it it should feel good that's in alignment that's soul alignment it should feel good and when you're in your passion when it's in flow it's ease it's joy it's all of these things and that's Mm -hmm. when you start to impact the world yeah and and let's not get that mixed up with not that you're not going to come up against things that are uncomfortable. I mean, I talk to my, it's funny when I'm, when I'm doing my training and someone's like, you can see it, right? I mean, you see it on their face. You're like, I go, I know I just asked you to do something uncomfortable, but you know, I always say from the most uncomfortable moments is when your check grows. It's like, it it is uncomfortable, (laughs) but it's true, right? You're like, okay. They're like, Oh, this is sucking. Or I'm like, Ooh, I'm getting tested. I mean, you don't think I got tested going, universe i'm going to put 375 women in a book and on a and some stages (laughs) yeah there's been some interesting spiritual awakenings happen from that so when um 
when people start to get uncomfortable, I just don't want, don't, don't misread that as that's not joyful. Not everything in the world of entrepreneurship, when you are in your glory yeah, is going to come back to you in flow. Yeah. Good distinction. Yeah. I think, I think the difference is, um, when you have a vision and you don't love all the steps to getting there, right? I can't stand accounting, right? Yeah. I don't do it. I hire someone to do it, right? Yeah. But I learned the hard way that I really needed to be the face of my business. I, I like being in the background. I don't like being up front. But you know what I learned? I'm here. I'm on your podcast, right? I have to be the face of the business. I'm yes. the energy that people are attracted to. And yes. it took me a long time to be able to swallow that. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back on stages then. I'm going to do that because I actually actually love doing that. Um, I'm, I'm just in a different space and I took time off for a while and I didn't love it during all of the virtual summits and all the virtual, mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of lost, I felt the connection wasn't there as when you're in person on stage talking to people. Yeah. So I stepped yeah. back for a while because that didn't feel good. There's a difference to it. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's but I used to say that about writing. I used to say, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. And here I am with my second book coming out. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I am a writer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was uncomfortable, but I told a damn good story. So. Yeah. You know. And and the beautiful thing about this world where you said you can create a global, it's like global resources is there's pretty well people that can do pretty well every aspect of what it is that you want to do. They can help you put it together. They can help you with writing. They can, you know, they can take right. your ideas and, and bring it to fruition with you spearheading, right? I mean, with you spearheading where before I think entrepreneurship was very much the mindset was around almost like bricks and mortar where, well, you do everything. You, you wash the dishes and you cook the meal, yeah. right? And, right. And, and uh, you can't, right? As, yes. as a founder, you, you have to in the beginning, but you can't scale that way. You can't possibly yeah. scale that way, right? And I always tell people, you know, do what you have to in the beginning. And then yeah. when it breaks, you know, you're growing. Like it took Absolutely. another entrepreneur to tell me, you know, when things break, be proud because that means you grew out of it. You got to figure out the new system, right? But when your system breaks, be proud, right? Oh, that's really that's growth. I, that, that was a game changer for me, game yeah. changer for me. And I was like, I'm breaking stuff all the time because I have to get better at it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's just get better at it. Let's just get better. Yeah. Okay. Look, I've got a question for you that's completely okay. off topic because you are clearly, I mean, I introduced you correctly. You are holding a lot of space for a lot of people and a lot of vision, not only your own, but obviously, you know, your book, your book, our anthology. So you're holding space for that. So clearly, so let's just take that off the, off the game plate for a little bit. And let's talk, right. I want to ask you a question about you. So particularly for someone like yourself, and I can completely relate, um, is that as someone who has a grand vision, what is something that, and because you know, there's a lot of power in putting it out there into the world and someone's yeah. going to hear it. And then, you know, it can come back to you in three days or it can come back to you in three years. But all that being said, we all have a list or, or pictures. Like I, I always say that I've got a Tony Robbins garage sale in my office. I got like Doing these treasure this? maps and these dream boards. <laughs> What's something that you want to put out there that can be completely off from your, your business or what have you? that's on your list that you want, you want in your life? What is something that you want to experience? Something that you'd like to have? I want to be on Oprah's Soulful Sundays. Mm, and just talk about this vision. Touche. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. 
she she's a huge mentor for me but to also when she went into this soulful place i so like i followed that journey and and she gets it there's yeah. not a lot of people that can interview me because they won't get it because <laughs> <So. laughs> you're gonna you're gonna interview them at the same time yeah i want to sit in that okay. garden yeah. yeah so that's out there in the world and I, I mean i think it's important i think it's important to remind people i was talking to an amazing our um celebrity speaker her name is jastri lambert and she's uh 76 years old and she's just killing it in the world of ayurveda like i mean she's just such a guru wow. and i had the glory of her when she was doing treatments so she did a treatment for me that's five days like you got to move into her house and not talk to people and get off the news for two weeks and all sorts of cool stuff so um, so I went and lived with her and did this experience. And so I called her today and I'm like, okay, Miss Celebrity, you're getting on the stage. And, and before we left, I talked about in this group, how, what we're creating, it's called the, the Millionaire's Girl Guide Summer Camp. And it's kind of this sidebar thing that all women are getting together. And we're asking, we're asking, and Camille, you know, sometimes as entrepreneurs or, you know, when, when you're driving the, when you're driving the team, when you're steering, sometimes we forget to just simply ask. And yes. I said to her, I said, so Jasri, we're doing these things. Now she's mastered it. She's like, oh, well, let me tell you before I get off this call, I'm looking for a lawyer for nonprofit and I'm looking for someone who's a grant writer. And I said, we're all looking for grant writers. But <laughs> she's like, <laughs> but you know, she mastered by the time she was 76, this whole thing around asking. Um, and she's, she just puts it out there every time she's talking. And I'm like, it's something that I think that we need to do more often or remind ourselves yeah. because those of us holding the vision, we just sometimes think that we can manifest it all. Yeah, I, I used to see and I wrote a little bit about this in the book, I had a serious problem asking for help and I had a problem receiving help. Mm -hmm. So I pick a word of the year, an area to work on every year. And that was my 2022 word help. Just work mm. on receiving, work on asking. And it was like a game changer, game changer, because asking for help and realizing I don't have everything it takes. So let me ask others was, I mean, I think that's really how our whole mentorship program happened inside of our organization, because I knew I didn't have the skills to teach all of these people, but I do have the skills to create community and facilitate, right? Let me just bring yeah. these people together and then ask them to offer their, their knowledge and wisdom to everybody else. Yes. And that's what happened. Yeah, I can, I can absolutely relate. I put a word um, in front of like, you know, you can't see it right now, but the word is ask. And it's like, because I think we forget. Yeah, we forget sometimes, right? So, okay, so we're going to wrap up a little bit here. Um, I want to ask you something because we've been talking a lot about leadership. And we've been talking a lot about entrepreneurship. And we've been talking about stepping up and I, I love the word top performance that's my that's my thing um from someone who's um having success and is questing for different and change and more success i call it kind of a, a top performance comment but or something that you can leave the audience with thinking that you were able to do or utilize a top performance i hate to use the word tip because it's like so overused yeah. but something that you can share that can curve that for people that can move them quicker or make it clearer. So Surround yourself with people that are already where you want to be. Mm. Because you will overhear conversations, you will get that next tip, you will get that aha of, oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing. 
Yeah. You have to be where people are having conversations, even if you're not participating. You have to hear the conversations those people are having. I love that. Yeah. I love that. The over, yep. over here, over here conversations. Yep. So valuable. Okay. My friend, um, you have a couple of things going on. You have a book that people can engage with right now. Yep. You have a book that's coming out in July um, and you have in July and you have an incredible, and you know, <clears throat> this, this podcast will go on for a long, long time. So her second book might be out. You don't yeah. know. So first of all, how can <laughs> right. I, Right, right. So, yes. so how can they get your books? The other thing is, I know that you have conversations with people that want to be part of this organization that you're doing, right? You have a, have a, you know, you met, you meet with people, people have to reach out to you, tell them how to do that. So the best way to learn everything is just to go to our website, which is soul, S-O-U-O, professional.com. Okay. That's where you will get everything. You can connect to our podcast there. You can catch the books there. Um, the books are also on Amazon. If you just Googled my name or soul professional, okay. that's the best okay. way to start everything. Best way to start everything. Yeah. Okay. So now I have one final question for you, which again has okay. got nothing to do. And <laughs> it's not, it's not what we're going to be doing after that little extra treat that we talked okay. about earlier. Yeah. Not that. Okay. So look, you're like, Woo, my soul is telling me that it's time to pack my little suitcase and go and live on a desert island. That's it. I'm checking and going. And so in this one suitcase you're taking, you've got room for one album. And you're going to slide album? in there. What album could you not imagine not listening to for the rest of your days? This is a hard one. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. Um. I can't actually even think of this one. I know what it is and I can't think of the name right now. Um, so that's not I mean, going to be if, helpful. If it's actually, band, we, it's way from the, the that's what I'm trying to think. What the hell is their name? Um, they sang like, like a horse with no name. Oh, America. America. That yeah, actually <laughs> brings back s such um, memories from a time in my 20s. Mm -hmm. That every time I hear any of those songs, I don't even own the album, but anytime I hear those songs, it brings me back to like this beautiful time in my life. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's kind of funny that that's the one that popped in, but yeah. you know, music always connects you with so many memories. It does. It's oh, good stuff. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, I think it's medicine for entrepreneurs for sure. Yeah. It's medicine yeah. for everybody. But you know, when I hear that song, with no name yeah so it reminds me for some reason of a sunny day in a meadow like i just feel sunshine when i hear that song for whatever yeah. reason kind of like that picture behind you it's just it's very illuminating the the, the album cover eh. but um it's just that song is really it's it it lightens me up when i hear it yeah, yeah. There, there's there's yeah there's a few like that like prince love prince everything he's ever did and yeah. UB40, though, is actually my favorite band in the whole world. UB They're the 40. only band. I've, I think I've seen them five times in concert. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you yeah. for reminding me about them. I The other day, I was like, okay, I need to, you know, play some different music. And I've been stuck on Tears for Fears lately. So UB40 is in that vein for me. They're good. Yeah. They're good. Wow. All right. Well, my friend, thank you. America, a person named one opportunity to say anything to anybody before we sign off for today um whatever your gifts are in the world 
the world needs them. Bring them to the world. Awesome. Thank you. There's so many people thinking that they're going to don't, don't stay, stay small. small. Don't stay small. <laughs> don't stay small. Go big. Don't fold. Go big. Don't fold. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I know that you're racing to get that next book out and you guys, you rock. And if you want to come on the show, just like you heard Camille today, you know, this is not difficult. It's Deb at DebDrummond.com. I don't think I could have made it any easier. Um, we have the most incredible people coming on to this speaking summit that is going all the way till mid-2024. So you want to get a piece of that. Just go on to the events on DebDrummond.com. And it's global and it's free and it's accessible for everyone. Even though it's a woman's summit, we need everyone to participate and everyone to hear. So thank you so much. I know a lot of you are supporting us already. And until we talk in a couple of days, you guys be well and stay groovy. Bye for now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.